I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Little Miss Recap Pro Tip. You're having your side piece over to bang in your wedding bed. Don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. Do coke before. Whatever you have to do to stay awake. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we read our friends' journals in the woods and cry. <laughs> because it always goes super well when you read someone's journal that you're oh not supposed God. to read. Oh my God. Guys, my name's Amy Archer. I'm here with you with my lovely co-host, the sauce to my meatball, Amanda Lipnack-Radell. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Amy. Good morning, friends. How are we today? Super excited to talk about this. This was a good episode to come back and revisit. This was a really good episode. I have to say that upon rewatch, I had forgotten that Jackie read the journal in the woods. Mm. No, I remember that. I just couldn't it. remember when it happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot all about it. Um, I was, I feel like that's a big piece of information that I was missing. Yeah. 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 Because she Hold knew. On. I have to open my door here. Okay. Because I get an echo if it's not. I have a glass door. Like it has a glass ah. insert. And I get a bad echo if I don't have it I understand. Open. And I have a cat who's going to settle on my shoulder in a minute. <laughs> you can sit, buddy. No, okay. you don't know what you want. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so unlike previous episodes where we were like, do we have notes? Do we have notes, Amanda? We have notes. <laughs> we have the notes. We have them right here in front of me on my screen. Oh, we are perfect. good to go. Perfect, perfect. Um, and it's funny because as I was doing them, I forgot that we're just doing this like more casual rewatch where we're not going bit by bit. Yeah, and I started yeah, yeah. doing my notes like I do it for other stuff. I'm like, wait, no, you don't have to go this no, level of detail. No, no, nice. no. It's lovely. Uh, the more I watch this show, the more I appreciate it, the more I love it. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for it to come back now that the writer's strike has settled. I know, I know. Now we just need the actor's strike to settle. I know. Is that a but separate to- thing? I thought they joined the writers. 
they were in solidarity with the writers, but they are two different unions. And I saw something last week that the um, that the SAG, which is the Screen Actors Guild, mm-hmm. that their negotiations had fallen apart. So. Oh God. Okay. But the thing is, we're we're glad that the writers are back. A, mm-hmm. I'm glad they're getting what they deserve, and B. They have a lot of typing, typing, typing to do yes. before we can have yes. actors. So that it's better that they settle before the actors. Although I feel like Taylor Sheridan, the dude who writes Yellowstone in 1883, 1923, probably had 87 scripts ready to go. <laughs> oh, I'm sure a oh, lot of these guys did. Oh, look what I did. <laughs> Here's the reality. Like, yeah. let's say you're a striking writer. It's not like you're not sitting at home coming, cooking up ideas and writing stuff. Yeah. You're just not doing it on a set in a writer's room and all Correct. that. Correct. So, Correct. Yes. If you're someone yeah. who's that level of screenwriter, you know this. You're a writer. You can't mm-hmm. stop writing. Mm-hmm. No. Can't stop, won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Mm-hmm. There's worse habits to have than writing. Yes. Yeah, speaking of, you're watching Dope Sick. I am watching Dope Sick. So we had watched Painkiller a couple, like not long after it came out, so maybe a month ago or so. And then I wanted to watch Dope Sick and Todd was like, I need a break from the opioid crisis because mm-hmm. this is too much. So we started Dope Sick last night and it is... It's very different from Painkiller. They're both they're both very good, but just in different ways. I didn't realize that Michael Keaton was I thought he was Richard Sackler. I just didn't know. Like I knew Michael Keaton was in it. Didn't yeah. know what role he would play. Yeah. And then to realize that he was the doctor. And my heart just breaks for this character because he's such a good doctor. He is. He really and he's is. What this town needs. And he got suckered in by the marketing i mean michael keaton is he can do no wrong in my opinion he's phenomenal i fell in love with him in mr mom oh of course and of have course. never stopped yeah he was he's Batman. Wonderful. i mean i just love him to death he is he is a phenomenal actor and he's mm-hmm. knocking it out of the park i'm loving mayor whittingham is one of my favorite actors mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. world and mm-hmm. i love her in this because she yes. no one is going to play play like a bedraggled live in a rough, hard minor wife life the way Mary Winningham can. <laughs> yes. You know who she's married to? Who? Anthony Edwards. Goose? Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Or Mark Green, because they were on oh. ER together. That's yes, where they met. Yes, yes, they were. Okay. And then, right. then they weren't together for years. And I think their respective marriages ended, not because of them. Like, yeah, yeah. life just happened. They both got divorced and then then they oh, got married. Oh, that's kind of nice. During COVID. Yeah. Oh, I love them. Um, I'm watching and I can't, t- I can't stop, won't stop talking about it. 1883, we just finished. It was amazing. I love Westerns. I just do. I love mm-hmm. Westerns. I know it's weird. I just do. It doesn't go with the rest of you. It doesn't go with the rest of me, but... Um, there's something about them. I don't know. And I love Taylor Sheridan's work because I feel like he really puts the indigenous story front and center where it should Which be. Is fantastic. Yeah. And in 1883, there wasn't a ton of that, but now I'm in 1923, the next series. And okay. we have already started with the indigenous schools where the Catholic church right. went in and took over these indigenous schools and our you know, trying to anglicize, quote unquote, right. the, the indigenous people. And it's real brutal. And, and this is the one I with like, Harrison Ford, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And Helen Mirren yeah. is his wife, which perfect, oh, perfect, perfect. Good God. And I'm just, I'm loving it, guys. I'm loving it. And you do not have to watch Yellowstone. 
to know. Okay. Like it has a little extra for us because we know, oh, this character grows up to be this person. Sure. But it does not matter for okay. the show. 1883 more so. Okay. But 19, really... 1923, you really, you don't have to know. It would help, but you don't have to. Okay. So there we go. Okay. That's yeah. my ringing endorsement for these Westerns. Yeah. Our next after Dope Sick is going to be the fall of the House of Usher. Oh, me too. First of all. First of all. First of all. <laughs> I never realized how much I said that. <laughs> first of all. First of all. Usually I say in context with Robin Brown, but first right. of all. <laughs> um, I love that writer. What's his name? A uh, Mike. Mike. Uh, he did all the. Midnight Mass. and Yeah. Yeah. Midnight Mass remains to this day probably one of my favorite shows of all time it was so freaking good and it was funny was last night we were talking beautiful. about it let me see mike flanagan is his mike name. flanagan last night we were talking about it and i said to todd i'm like what dope sick is done we're doing follow the house of usher and then we were talking about how good Mid-, and i'm like it's the guy who did midnight mass he was like oh okay cool mm-hmm. and he's like are we ever gonna get a second season of that and i was Mm-mm. like do you, do you remember how that ended i'm not gonna spoil it for anybody but right, like right. no do you remember he's like oh right yeah, it's we not meant, a second there's season not meant to be a second season. No, no. <laughs> well, we, we will not be having a second season of Midnight Mass. But but I, I saw somebody when I was going off about how great Midnight Mass is. Somebody in the comments was like, oh, too much dialogue. But I was riveted by oh, the I dialogue. Too. I, I thought the dialogue too. was fucking amazing. Mike Flanagan is figure a great out dialogue everybody was and Yep. And there was, you the know, priest, Matt the Sarah, priest was fantastic. The, the priest was amazing. Mm-hmm. The evil nun girl was amazing. Amazing. And then All Matt Saracen from Friday Night Lights. Yes. Yes. Which I never watched. But <gasps> I know it's one of those shows that you kind of just know because it seeps into the membrane. Yes. But uh, yeah, never watched it. The level at which you Connie would love- Britton's in it, right? Yes. Tammy Taylor. The level mm-hmm. at which you would love Tammy Taylor- Mm. you wouldn't even know what to do with yourself well we've talked about for patreon doing episodes of shows yes a favorite like just, episodes of shows yeah maybe and i will pull out some of friday maybe night that's Lights. one of them and then you yeah. can give me the context and yeah yeah i know exactly the episode and it's a big one that features matt saracen who was the guy who was in midnight mass all right cool all right girl let's jump in we are doing yellow jackets season one episode nope season yeah. one episode seven Correct. Okay. No compass. No compass. Yes. Correct. And just a reminder, this is a rewatch. Yep. We've seen to the end of season two. We know what happens. We can't unknow that. So it's yep. going to color what we talk about. And-, and there's a couple of Easter eggs in here that yep. are big for what actually happens. Not yeah. this season and next. So if you have not watched season two, I suggest maybe not listening Stop to this right now. Away. Yeah. Go watch season two. You'll enjoy it. Yep. Watch watch episode six at like 17 times the speed. Just get through it and go about it. Yep. Yep. All right. Okay, Amanda's so going to be our fearless leader here. Go ahead. Yeah. We're going to do wilderness and we'll do present day. Okay. And this is a big one in the will. Actually, this is a big one in both sides. A lot of stuff happens in this. Yeah. Yeah. But we start where everyone's telling Ty. Ty had said in our last thing, last episode that she wants to go walk in and try to find their way out of here. Yep. And everyone's telling Ty that this is a bad idea, but she's convinced she has to go. It's getting colder and it's going to get colder. And she says, not like an extra jacket colder, dying, falling asleep cold. Just like Jackie did. Just like Jackie did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They ask Lottie what to do. She doesn't know. They fight. 
about what they need to do, who can go. Natalie says she can't take the gun. Cool. Well, what was interesting there is um, Lottie has opinions about everything. Except this. But when they need one, yeah, she's like, me? Don't know. Got nothing. But then she, like, we find out in a little bit later, she, you know, had dreams about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, she confides it to Van, though. Yeah. She doesn't, yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know what's up with Lottie. She's not mm-hmm. doing well. This is where Ty cuts off all of her hair. Yes. Yeah. Which makes me sad. I thought she was so pretty with the longer hair. Mm-hmm. I did not mm-hmm. like the super short hair on her. Yeah. Van's thinking it's all hot, which I love. <laughs> of course. I love them. I love them I love so much. Van so much. I love it. She's my favorite character. Like Natalie's yours. Nat's Van's my mine. girl. Nat's my girl. But I love Van. Van's my girl. Mm-hmm. And she goes into this beautiful monologue about how she went to New York City. She saw cats and mm-hmm. how she was like, cats. That happened to me. That happened to me. <laughs> um, what to I went to New York City. You were City. trapped in the woods and then you had to talk about being back in New York City. <laughs> I had been to New York City quite a few times at this point, but we decided to take my mother to see a musical and I had never seen a Broadway play. Okay. And I mean, this was like recently, this was like 10 years ago, not even. Okay. And um, my sister's like, you know, she's going to like cats. I'm like, okay, maybe cats will be fine. Cats is terrible. Cats is awful. Cats is awful. If you have somebody who wants to take you to New York to show you cats, just don't go. Send them on your own and go around the corner and just drink at the bar. It'll be time better spent. The problem 100%. with cats is it's just so ubiquitous in our 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 cultural psyche. Yeah, and memory is beautiful. I mean, it's a gorgeous song. Yes, and it's yes, sad. of course it is. And magical Mister Mistopheles is lovely, but the musical as a whole is terrible. Cats is trash. (laughs) Now we did go around the corner and we found this show, um, Drunk Shakespeare. It's not really a show. It's like an immersion experience. Okay. Drunk Shakespeare, which was probably the funniest and greatest thing I ever saw in my life. Oh, wow. That would be fun. I would enjoy Drunk Shakespeare. They do make, they change their plays up, but they did Macbeth and they get drunk and then they tell you the story about it. It's fantastic. (laughs) I love it. It's like drunk Mm -hmm. history. Mm -hmm. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so okay. we've got Nat and Travis being weird together. There's a lot of Nat and Travis in this. Nat yeah. begs him not to go on the trek. He agrees. And they just keep making out. Basically, every time they get together, they're just making out. They cannot yeah. Keep, yeah. keep them off each other. No. I don't blame her. I don't blame him either. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're in the Whatever. woods. You might be dying. Yeah. Bang away. They're packing for the trip. Lottie gives Van the talisman to stay safe. Mm-hmm. And Lottie tells her about the dream with the red smoke and the river of blood. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Misty tells Coach that she's leaving. <laughs> and she makes a big scene of it. Oh, a huge scene. Mm-hmm. You'll be okay without me, and I have to do this. And it'll and everybody's okay. just looking at them like uh like trying not to laugh. And he's, he's trying to look sincere, but he can't because yeah. he's like, Oh god, this is yeah. so cringe and awkward. And she like slams herself into him, hugging him. <laughs> And he's just like, can we say that he's starting to look a little cute? He's getting those curls growing out on top. He's not a bad looking dude. He's looking a little cute. He just, we don't hate coach, but in season two, we just see how dramatically he's dropped the ball with these kids. He's useless out here. Mm -hmm. Totally useless. He did lose a leg. So he's, he's, as they might say, handicapped. He's mm-hmm. not in full force. What you did there. You did there. But he, but, uh, could, uh, he could still lead. He can still lead. And he's yeah. not. He is just mm-hmm. pieced out and mm-hmm. refuses to eat people. 
and mm-hmm. it's not going well for him. Mm-hmm. And okay, so she slams herself into him. Uh, Ty and Shauna have a huge hug, and Shauna hugs Van. Like Shauna's mm-hmm. the Ty Shauna hug is is serious. Yeah. Like these two have already been through some shit. Yeah, with they, the they have now. such a good friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie confronts Shauna about why she's being weird, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Shauna tells her that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Shauna, I texted you this when I was rewatching. Shauna is wearing a T-shirt that has butterflies on it, and it says in French "Leur d'espoir," which means "glimmer of hope." Mm-hmm. Notice it's both French because yes. French keeps coming back. We yep. got to find out something about. There's got to be some weird what tie to deal French. There? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Possess speaks French. She, you know, hears it at the beehive, the blood beehive. Well, I mean, they the are future. in the Canadian Rockies. So, it, you know, there could have been a Frenchman who died in that cabin. Like I mean, a there could French have been. Canadian person. They're, they're sure wandered, there could have been. Wandered too far from Montreal. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just say it's a long walk from Quebec, but okay, sure. We'll go with that. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shauna tells her that the father of her child is Randy. Yeah. And we see their trek. Ty asks Jackie, about Jackie starts putting that together real quick. Yeah, she does. Because mm-hmm. she's like, so when did this happen? Tell me everything that happened. And mm-hmm. she's like, it was this night. She's like, hmm. Which, okay. Pro tip from Little Miss Recap. Yes. If you're going to lie, especially about something like the paternity of your baby, <laughs> be vague. Be vague. Exactly. You don't say it happened on this night at this time. You just say something like, It happened after a party one night. I don't want to revisit it. It was after, it was in a drunken night. That's right. all you say. That's all you say. Yep. Mm-hmm. Don't be mm-hmm. like, it was November 10th and we were at this party and then Never this, because like, facts. Never no. commit to facts. No. No, the key to a good lie is being really vague, but in a believable way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially about the paternity of your child. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. about the paternity. <laughs> Hopefully, for most people, that's not something they ever need to lie about. Hopefully. Right? They could just be honest, but who knows? You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. Or question. Like we were watching Lalu last night. Because oh boy, I didn't see the latest, but I saw. When, I, it's so me? funny because she just came to mind for me as well. Because she's like, it could be one of three people. And her <laughs> like, what? And then she wants her prison boyfriend that she's never met to adopt the kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This woman is cuckoo magoo. She is out to freaking lunch, and it gets worse this episode. Oh, okay. out she to is lunch. a she is a nutter. I love her. Oh. Uh, anyway, so Jackie sees that her journal is out and realizes, oh shit, I have to hide this now. Sticks it up in the rafters. Shauna sees it. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah, Shauna sees yeah. it. Yeah. And we see the girls walking. We see the Red River. Mm-hmm. Their mm-hmm. compass is not working anymore. They think mm-hmm. there might be iron in the river. I don't think there's iron in the river. I mean, there might be iron in the river, but the amount of iron that would have to be in that river for it to be that color. Yeah, it would have to be. Like you would smell off it. Off the charts. Yeah. Yeah. You would absolutely smell the mm-hmm. iron and all of that. So, and then at some point they stop for the night. They decide to keep watch. And then we come back. Jackie finds Shauna's journals, reads that Jeff's the father of the baby. And then we wake up. The end of this is Ty wakes up in the tree to find everyone fighting with wolves. And one of them is tearing the shit out of Van. Ty kills the wolf, beats the living daylights out of it. Mm-hmm. And she thinks Van is dead. Okay. So let's talk about a few of these scenes. Yeah. So the Jackie and Shauna thing, I thought Jackie was very sweet with her mm-hmm. when she told her that she was pregnant. 
Yeah. He was like, oh my God, Shauna, what are you going to do? You know, she was very. And she was like, why have you been hiding this from me? Not in an accusatory, like, why aren't you telling me everything? But like, oh my God, I want to support you through this. Holy shit. Imagine being in the wilderness and being pregnant. And again, the only, the only GYN on call is Misty fucking Quigley. Uh, Yeah. Um, and Shauna, again, committing too much information, but when Jackie's reading that journal and she's sobbing, what is in the journal? Is it detailing the affair with Jeff? We're assuming, so. right? Yeah. I think it's I think it's probably detailing every time they've had sex. Yeah. And it's yeah. been multiple times. Another moment that caught my interest was when Shauna goes over to the window and there's mm-hmm. a little carving of a, a wolf mm-hmm. statue. Yep. And she picks it up and she looks at it and she like smiles and puts it back down. And then the next scene is is the, the wolf, wolf attacking. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so many little drops in this. So many. At one point she yells at Javi because he comes up and is going through her book bag. Yeah. And she's she like, don't go through paper. my stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. she um, doesn't want him to find the journal. And why is Travis having so many sexual issues? Like, why are... Here's the thing. I tell you this all the time. As a writer, everything is a choice. Right. What What is going to happen or why is Travis having sexual issues? Like, what is that about? I don't know. I mean, if we just look at it, not from a writing perspective and a storytelling perspective, just based on where they are. Yeah. He's been through so much trauma. Mm-hmm. He really likes her. Mm-hmm. He's really nervous about performance. He's really nervous about being compared to everyone else that she's banged ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that's enough to have there be performance issues, but he's also a 16, 17 year old boy. That Who should you know, be able to overcome all of that. Right. The wind blowing in a certain yeah. way can get them going. I'm that's not why sure. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a bigger plan at play here and I mm. don't know what that is. And they do eventually have sex, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh yeah. Cause there's that whole dreamy thing in season two with yes. Lottie mm-hmm. coming in and out. So yeah, they, he does eventually finish the job and Natalie's trying to be so, she's so lovely about it. Yes. She doesn't give him a hard is. time. No, she's just like, this is fine. Can but I help you? I just you? wonder like what they're trying to tell us about him. Yeah. Like, is it that he's more sensitive and insightful and thoughtful than we think? Is it like that he's not just your average 16 or 17 year old boy? Is he's like, banging. I don't know what it is that they're trying to tell us. Yeah. What but does there's this a reason mean to him? I think this right. me, maybe it's, maybe it's the meaning. Maybe it's the realization that he's in love with her and maybe, and he doesn't know what's going to happen for them. Maybe. I don't they know. just spend an awful lot of time on it and it makes me curious as to why. There are multiple times when they hook up where he can't close yeah. the deal, so to speak. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so let's go down to the the um wandering X squad or whatever we want to call them. <laughs> um The Trekkers. Yeah. So here's the thing. Did you think Van was dead? And is it possible that she survives that? I thought she was dead. I thought she was dead too. Like half her face is chewed off. Half her face is chewed off. And yeah, no, I really thought she was dead. And you know, the pain and we know what happens in the next episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll talk about that next, next time we record, but, and we know she's not dead because 
we know she's right. not dead. Right. Notice through all this though, she's she's wearing the co-ed naked soccer t-shirt. She is. That we see Pit Girl in. Yes. But we know Van's not Pit we Girl. No, she's not Pit Girl. No, so that that t-shirt has made the rounds. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure at some point it's like whoever's clothes you put on is true. Who cares? Who cares? True. Um yeah. By <sighs> Ty waking up in the tree, having being completely dissociated. Mm-hmm what's happening she's not eating dirt but she's in the tree mm-hmm. but we see her and in real time we'll talk about the present she's also having a tree issue too mm-hmm. she sees what's <laughs> she's happening a tree, tree issue, issue. <laughs> she's having some issues with trees mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah no i really thought van was was dead and just the pain in ty's face when she sees her mm-hmm. is just awful um you know these yeah. these two young women are this is not just banging. These two women are really in love with each other. They are gaga for each other. I agree. And I have to say, like, I really was with Ty on, on going on this expedition. I, I, What else do you do? What else do you do? Like, you can't just sit there. No. And the only challenge is, is we know that they don't get found for 19. Like, we know what we know. So we know they don't get found for 19 months. And so the likelihood of there being civilization five miles away Mm-hmm. is low mm-hmm. because someone would have seen the plane crash and we don't know how they're found all we know is someone yeah. and we heard it again i think in this episode or last someone makes reference to natalie being the one that really helped save that natalie got us out of here or, you know we wouldn't yeah. be here if not for natalie yes something like that so we don't know yet what's going mm-hmm. to happen mm-hmm. and how they're going to get out I'm, di- I'm dying to know how they get out but i know we won't know till the end no no, no, we won't. They can't give that away too soon. All right. Any other thoughts on the wilderness? Is that all we have? That's all that we have in the wilderness. I. This becomes such a turning point for Jackie and Shauna's friendship. I know. Because, I mean, now Jackie knows, but Shauna doesn't know that Jackie knows until episode nine. Right. No, episode 10. Episode 10 is mm-hmm. the finale is where she, where she dies in the woods. Um, or dies basically falling asleep, but freezing do you to death. like? Here's the thing. It's so funny to me when I watch this that I can remember being that age, and I can remember how big things felt. Oh my god! And everything like, is the mo- is the biggest thing that's ever happened to it's you. The biggest thing that ever happened. And I look back now, and I would be like, "This is not a big deal. Like it's mm-hmm. a high school boyfriend, right? Whatever." But like at the time, it was crushing it's, to Jackie. It's, it's everything. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Jackie thought she was going to go home and reunite with Jeff, and to have your best friend—it's such a betrayal, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And to know your best friend is pregnant—it's not that just that they banged. Yeah, she's pregnant. Like it's almost like if she read it in a journal and Shauna were not pregnant, I wonder if she could kind of like separate. Like she could pretend this didn't happen if she wanted yeah. to. Yeah, but she can't. Because this, we're going to have a baby. Yeah. There's going to be an actual living object. Yeah. 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 There's no hiding from this. And it's interesting because I'm thinking about, because the next episode is the plane. Mm -hmm. The following episode is is the doom coming, which is my favorite episode of the whole series. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that in detail when we get there. But time has really shifted from there. Because at doom coming, so two more episodes, Jackie or Shauna is showing. Yeah. She's got a big old bump going on and she's yeah. not showing yet. Yeah. It's, it's, 
I found it so interesting both in this season and in the second to be able to use Shauna's pregnancy as a as a time telling device. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How much time has has yeah. slipped by? Because we know it's not going to be more than forty weeks, right? Unless it's Virgin River and Charmaine is pregnant. The end of season one. It's season five. She's still pregnant. Oh, hmm. <laughs> is she birthing an elephant? Five seasons, and they're Which trying is- to tell us it only took place in nine months. <laughs> I mean, this sounds like Little House on the Prairie timelines of pregnancy. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yep, yeah. When Laura was pregnant with Rose, it was like a three-year pregnancy. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Poor Laura. Absolutely. But okay, yeah. So that's everything that happens in the wilderness. Hey everyone, stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys know I'm a huge fan of therapy, but what you may not know is you don't need to be in crisis to get help. See, we all carry around stressors, big and small, whether it's stuff at work, stuff with our kids, caring for our parents, even navigating friendships. Therapy is a safe place to work through those challenges. Therapy has also been a lifeline as I parent my teenage daughters. Working through some of my own stuff has made me a better mom. If you're thinking of starting, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to fit your schedule. BetterHelp matches you with a licensed therapist who fits your needs. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Little Miss Recap today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Little Miss Recap. Take us to the present, girl. So the present. We get, um, oh, I messed up my Ooh. My, my order here. Because I ha- in the middle of the present, I have more Nat and, Nat and Travis making out. Okay, we already okay. talked about that. So yeah. let me just. Yeah. Let's just we exhausted bite. those two crazy kids. Those two crazy kids who can't get it together. Mm-mm. So we, we start, the first, the first scene in the whole episode is Ty is in the tree, covered in mm. dirt, eating mm. dirt. Her hands are bloody and her nails are a mess. And she has like a gash in her hand. <laughs> I have to tell you something. Please. I had somebody reach out to me because last time we were talking about this, I-, I was knee deep in conjecture as I always am. And I either said she was probably a werewolf. Or... Oh, yes. We talk- We wondered if she was a wolf. A and werewolf, somebody was yeah. like, why do you think werewolves eat dirt? Like, where did you get that trope? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know now that you think about it. I don't know why I associated it with werewolves. Yeah, you you went hard on the werewolf thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. think she's a werewolf. I mean, I'm just going to go out on a limb. Don't think Ty is a werewolf. She's, so not a know, werewolf, not a werewolf. Not a werewolf, but she's eating dirt in the in the tree. She gets a text from the girl. I mean, she's dressed beautifully. She's dressed mm-hmm. in normal Ty clothing. And did you notice Sammy's window is right there? Sammy's window is right there. Uh, so he, she's. Could you imagine seeing Mama Amanda in a tree eating dirt in the middle of the night? 
<laughs> I am just envisioning my mother doing that. And no, no, I cannot imagine that. This poor kid. Like, I know we, we should return Sammy. Don't get me we wrong. We should. He's real, he's real weird. But, but is it any, like, wonder why he's like this? No. His mother is in the tree outside his window looking like a werewolf eating dirt. <laughs> It's not good. This is not and good parenting. She, she, she denies it the next day or doesn't right. acknowledge it. So he would think she's gaslighting him. Right. Yes. Oh my God. Maybe maybe the only reason Sammy needs to be returned is because his mother's been gaslighting him for years. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. And then she hid the red paint under the bed. And oh God. Maybe. Oh, poor kid. He's He hides in cupboards. He has the creepy doll. He's creepy. He's he creepy. needs to go. He needs to be returned. Mm-mm. So you know what it is? There's always... To these creepy kids, and I'm mm-hmm. looking at you, Haley Joel Osment, for a second. <laughs> um, whenever you have the creepy kid, it's like they know more than you, and that's yes. you. You need to take them back to the store. The minute a kid has the upper hand in the, in the room, <laughs> not let the kid have the upper hand. Now, no, no yeah. in, in any situation, this is why this is why Todd has always said he would never have had more than two children because at that point you have to play a zone defense. Yes, yes, you yes. need to keep it one on one. Yes. Be able to handle this. More than that, and it's too much. I love you always. Me a zone defense. I'm like, okay, football boy. So she gets a text from the girls, and that's kind of what brings her out of this. Snaps her out of it. Yeah. About, you know, they're getting together to deal with this, uh, deal with this blackmailer. I had to chuckle because she got a text that took her out of it. And I'm like, clearly you're not signed up for any political uh, list. I guess you would have gotten a text 20 minutes ago. I, every five minutes. Yes. Every five yes. freaking minutes. Every one of these. I'm like, stop, stop. She'd I'm never voting. have time to be in the tree because no. the text would snap her right out of it. Exactly. She mm-hmm. can't be in her catatonic state. She'd be mm-hmm. constantly snapped right out. But we see her go inside and like wash her hands and you could see she's really upset. Mm-hmm. And Nat's texting her like, "Where the where the fuck are you? Get yeah, on come it, on, let's go." Her hand is all. Did she bite her hand? I think she did. I think she did too. I think she did. Yeah. Which werewolf? Werewolf <laughs> or vampire? <laughs> or could be vampire. vampire? She could be. A vampire. What if she's a werewolf vampire? She could be a werewolf. Can you vampire. be both? Sure. Why not? If I mean, your dad was a werewolf and your mom was a vampire. You're a baby werewolf vampire. Yes. There you go. Okay, yes. cool. So she's a werewolf vampire. You're a baby werepire. <laughs> <laughs> My God. I, I, is there, do any of our backdoor friends have any artistic ability? I do not. But if one of you could draw a werewolf vampire baby. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would that. be a merch alert. We need to see Vamp- vampire <laughs> werewolf baby. Put that right on a t-shirt. No one will look that funny. So eventually Ty gets her shit together. They they get together. They put the tracker in the bills. Mm-hmm. They have a bag. Shauna's mm-hmm. Shauna's all like the, it, I thought fifty thousand dollars would look like more. Me too, Shauna. Me, Me too. too. Me too. I've never seen fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars in cash. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be more than just a brick have of I ever seen fifty thousand dollars in cash. I actually have. Okay, have you're gonna have to say more about that. Fifty thousand dollars in cash. I had to I had to move money from one loan to another. Okay. At some point in my life. And so I had to take cash out of one and put it in another. So I And they had, handed you fifty thousand dollars in I've cash. I had like fifty K in my hands. Yes. And tell they me couldn't wire it? No, it was a whole thing. Okay. And it had to go from like my small little credit union. So I just took it out in cash. 
and then had to go to the other bank and put it in. And that drive from one bank to the other, well, I'm oh, driving I- on 50, it was about $47,000. I drove like white knuckle. <laughs> oh my God, I'd be like vomiting. What if yes. somebody finds yes. out and carjacks yes. me and steals all my money? Yes, yes. Oh my God. Now, yeah. did you have to tell your credit union ahead of time that you were taking out that much money? Yes, yes. It was all orchestrated with the closing of our rental property. So, Got it. Okay. Yes. So every, And it, and so it was not money I had. It was money I was borrowing. Right. So like it wasn't even mine. So if somebody like, a re- like, like smashed into me and stole the money. You're really fucked. fucked. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. there's that. That's not yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. You you have a sense of what fifty thousand dollars cash looks like. I do it does not. not look like what you think it looks like. Right? Yeah, Don is yeah. exactly it, right. It sort of makes sense. I mean, you get a whole bunch of hundred dollar bills. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't need that many. No, no. Actually, think about it. If you have a hundred dollar bills, oh god, this is math. Mm. You only need five hundred of them. Five hundred. Yes, you are correct. There's four zeros there. One, yeah. two, three, four. Yes. You only need 500 bills, which is, yeah, I mean, it's not that much. That's a stack. I mean, they gave me like a secure bank envelope to put this in, like a thicker bank envelope. So not the little fit, ones that you got through the no, drive through no, with no, no. <laughs> And it fit all of them. So wow. Wow. there you go. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. The so reason, Shana- let me just clarify. The reason that this had to happen the way it did is the money had to be transferred immediately. Got it. And this little credit union did not want to wire it without a whole Depending thing. on what it was. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, imagine if it happened today, it'd be a much easier process than yeah. when it did happen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Look at you, Daddy Warbucks over there with your $47,000 in cash. I was tempted to just like drive to the mall and spend it. But you go on a big old shopping spree. Then I would have owed two people $47,000. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go buy a car. When my, mm-hmm. when my husband, my first husband and I bought our house on our way to like sign the offer and all that, mm-hmm. we drove past, this is the main line of Philadelphia, so Snortsy, we drive past a Maserati and a Lamborghini dealer. Mm. And I'm like, for the price of our house, we could just buy one of those. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if the cats would like living in there, but do you feel like I get real crazy about cars? Like- I'm at a point in my life where I could probably take a car loan for a nicer car. It is the principle of it. I will not pay more than $40,000 for a car. Like I just will not. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. The cost of cars is absolutely ludicrous. It's ludicrous. And to see, you know, to see cars wandering around that, you know, are hundred thousand dollar cars and their kids are like dropping their fries in the back seat. Mm -hmm. Like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually- I have my little uh, Toyota RAV4, and mm-hmm. I'm very happy with it. <laughs> I drive a Volkswagen Jetta. Like, it yep, is nothing fancy. Yeah. I am pondering a new car next year. My car is 10 years old, so I'm pondering okay. a new car. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's interesting to start thinking about that just at a high level. And Where I want to get an electric car. I do want to get an electric, but I don't want to get a Tesla. Um, yeah. A, we have one, and B, I just can't give Elon Musk more money. Toyota makes a fantastic, not that I'm, you know, a Toyota salesman, but I should yeah. be. They make the RAV4 Prime, which is the okay. plug-in hybrid. Plug-in which, hybrid, yeah. Yeah. I know you want fully electric, but I the do. plug-in hybrid is great. And my hybrid is not the plug-in, but I'm getting 45 miles to the gallon, which I feel like is really good. For a little SUV, yeah. Mm-hmm. My car before mm-hmm. my current car was a Prius. I had a Prius for eight yeah. years, and I loved yeah. it. 
I yeah. loved that car. It was great. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so this has, been, this has been car talk. <laughs> this has been Amy and Amanda's first car Amy talk. Amy moving some cash with some shady shit going on. <laughs> Where you actually learn nothing about cars. Correct. But hopefully you were entertained. Correct. Yes. Kind of like the actual car talk, except they really did talk about cars. I miss yes. car talk. Um, I love clicking and My clack. husband loved car talk. And he loves to talk about cars. So Yeah. I loved car talk. Mm-hmm. I miss those guys. So anyway, they're waiting for the pickup. Ty and Shauna are chatting. Ty tells Shauna that she paid for Nat's rehab because Nat goes and does the drop of mm-hmm. the money. Mm-hmm. And Shauna's like, you got to stop enabling her and all of that. And yeah. Ty goes to this thing of like, we have, you know, I have Sammy and Simone. You have Jeff and Callie, which honestly having Callie, I, Cal, honestly having both <laughs> Callie and Sammy, I'm not seeing that in the plus column. Simone is in the plus column. Jeff, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> and these kids are both take backable for mm-hmm. different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ty says she feels like she has to because, um, what Nat, because of what Nat did, they wouldn't be here if not for that. And they have everything and Nat has nothing. Here's the thing. Considering yeah. the bond that Shauna and Ty have in the wilderness, mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting that Shauna just didn't kind of trust Ty's judgment on this. Yeah. But I don't, you know I, mean? I mean, I don't think they talk very much. They've not talked in a long time. That's true. That's true. But they do come back together and it's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Once the awkwardness of not having seen each other for a while happens, the two yeah. of them come yeah. right back together. Agree. And so just Ty feels compelled to care for Natalie. And then Nat comes back with a bottle of booze. Mm-hmm. And they're like, where did you get this? She's like, I bought it off the gas station guy. <laughs> okay. that, that is a thing that would never occur to me. Oh, I feel like that's some Gen X shit right there. Well, that is a learned to me- Gen X behavior. Yeah, I was just thinking- it wouldn't occur to me today to go into a gas station, an overnight gas station, and be like, let me buy the bottle of booze that you're drinking right. to stay awake. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not drinking to stay awake, at least yeah. in my experience. No, so, I'm drinking and falling asleep. So I don't right. understand. Because right. yeah. we are ladies of a certain age. Yep. And okay. So Shauna, oh, see, I messed up my order. I was like, Shauna tells Jackie the story of the fake story of Randy. Now that happens. Mm. We've okay. got Misty being captive with Jessica. Yes. And Jessica tells Misty, your hair is unflattering. She's yeah. Like, tell Misty's me the like, truth. Tell me the truth. <laughs> your hair is really unflattering. I love Jessica. She's an asshole and I mm-hmm. love her. Mm-hmm. And um, I love how Jessica's like, this isn't the first time I've been held captive. Captive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and Misty's like, you're blackmailing us. And she's like, blackmail? And she's no. like, how did you know about the symbol? And she's like, symbol? And that's where I think Misty's finally like, oh. Mm. She's yeah. not the blackmailer. She's something. Misty yeah, knows yeah, yeah. Jessica knows something. But yeah. she realizes in that moment that Jessica's lie about not knowing what the symbol is wasn't a lie. Like, it was very clear. Yeah. She really yeah. had no idea. Misty's having a no shit kind of Oh, lie. yeah. Like, yeah. I've got this woman in my basement, and I don't know what's happening here. Mm-hmm. She accuses Jessica of killing Travis. And Jessica basically tells her she's Ty's fixer. Ty hired mm-hmm. her to see what she can get out of folks. And she says Travis was murdered. Mm-hmm. And she says to Misty, if you knew what happened, you wouldn't have me here. You need me to help figure out the mystery. If you knew I did or didn't, like, if you knew what happened, true. I wouldn't be here. True. Yes. Yes. True. You were sure of the story. I wouldn't be here. Yeah. True. Good point. Good point. And, and she's trying to manipulate her by being nice to her. Like, I think Jessica's realizing, like, the key to get Misty to do what you want is to befriend her. 
Right, because she has no friends. She has no friends. Mm-hmm. She thinks she has friends, but she has no mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. And then we have the big chase with the blackmailer. Okay. Okay. The blackmailer is not Jeff. Say more. Right? No, the blackmailer is Jeff. Physically. Oh, the guy who's running through the store is not physically So Jeff. who is it? I don't know. It's another actor who could run faster than Jeff could. I no, don't know. Like, is it supposed to be Jeff? I think it's supposed I to be Jeff. Ju- I just feel like this is something is... They just dropped the storyline. Look, first of all, <laughs> first of all, first of all, these writers make very few mistakes, very few true. missteps. This show is exceptionally well written. This is a problem. The blackmail. Why? We we know it's Jeff because Jeff. No, we know it's glitter. Jeff, but like it doesn't really serve its purpose. They kind of drop it. Like, Jeff's like, oh, I am I owe these people money, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We, like, it's just, it's a weird, we don't need it. We, we don't, don't need it. The only reason we need the blackmail is to get all of these women together again. That is the yes, only thing. Yes, yes. Which this serves. They, and we talk. I believe we talked about this in the episode in season two. Mm-hmm. In one of the episodes. Or maybe it was last episode. Where. It's been talked about. Go ahead. Lottie, like. Them investigating Lottie could have brought them all together. True, but why would they have investigated Lottie? Like, maybe Lottie could have sent them postcards inviting them to come to her retreat. I don't know. I don't don't know. know. I just feel like this is so random and weird, and that's clearly not Jeff. And But we have to have who the blackmailer is in question. Otherwise, Shauna doesn't kill Adam. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. Because she thinks it's Adam. And only after Adam's dead does she see the glitter in the closet. Yeah. Yeah. After the blackmailer ran into the thing of glitter. Glitter sucks everybody. I'm not saying that the blackmailing storyline didn't. Maybe it could have happened, but it it was very loose and sloppy. It 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 goes away. Like we don't really know what happens with it. Did Jeff pay those mobsters off? Are they? Are we ever going to come back to this? Like what's going on? Right. Right. And and uh, I almost said Juliet Lewis. Natalie sees the car that he's driving. It's not Jeff's car. No. So he's not alone doing this. Who's he working with? Does he ever say he's working with Randy? He doesn't, but that wouldn't shock me. I mean, these two are not the brightest bulbs on the tree, and this is not the best pulled off blackmail either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it gets weird. Yeah. It of a show that was so tightly written, yes, this is this the messy is part. A messy part, yeah. That, I guess that's part. my issue with yeah. it. Yeah. In any other show that's not as tightly written as this, it might not be as bothersome. Like we needed a little more like why were you so in debt to these people? What was mm-hmm. going on? Like what's happening with the store? I find it hard to believe like these people were loan sharks shaking you down. You just paid them off and they went away. Right. Like, I don't know. I just need more. I need more I, explanation. I have to say though, and I don't know about you. I don't feel very comfortable with how loan sharks work. I mean, I understand the concept, but I've, I don't really know what their practices are. So maybe this is normal loan shark practice. <laughs> mobster practice i don't i don't know do you have a book that tells you how to be a mobster handbook guide or handbook handbook to be a mobster handbook there we go (laughs) long shark handbook that'd be amazing (laughs) that would be amazing so we but we have this big 
chase. Mm -hmm. And I loved how they're running through the store and they're like, get them on the, like they're going straight back into soccer mode. Yeah. Like spread out and girls. Mm -hmm. I I wonder if any of these girls played soccer again. Oh yeah. I wonder. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I guess maybe we'll find out. This is before actually they do the chase. They're talking in the car and Nat insists that Travis wouldn't kill himself. Yes. And she says that they're all fucked up. All Mm -hmm. of them. They They, hide it better than her. They just hide it better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yes, they are too. They chase the blackmailer. Natalie almost shoots the blackmailer. And Thaisa thwarts that. Mm-hmm. Effort. And she's like, what? And it's important to note that she has Kevin's gun. Gun. And one round goes because that one comes round up goes. in a minute. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So they chase the blackmailer through the store. Shauna gets home. Adam is sitting outside her house. Which is the balls on this guy. Kind of hot. Kind of hot. Jerry says hot. Hot. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's coming over to fuck her. And yeah, yeah. that's what's going to happen in her in her bed with her husband. Yeah. He does drop his driver's license. That becomes important later. Yes. You see that. And they fall asleep. How do you drop your driver's license? Well, I've done this. Oh, okay. I'd, I've done this, but I don't feel like a man would do this. And the reason I've done this, and I don't feel like a man would do this, is men just have everything in their wallet, in their pocket. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have gone out before with just like a credit card and- Just in your pocket. My license in my back pocket and pull one out and something goes flying and you don't realize it. Yeah. I think it's easier for women than for men. Yes. So they fall asleep post-coitus, as they say. Which would you fall asleep? Seriously. Another little misrecap pro tip. Don't do this. You're having your something over to bang in your wedding bed. Don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. Do coke before. Whatever you have to do to stay awake. What you do, you fuck, you come, you get him out of the house. Fuck, come, get out. Fuck, come, get out. There you go. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, come, get out. That feels like a very different play on Kill, Mary, Fuck. Fuck, yes, come, get does. out. Yes, yeah. it does. Yes. So, but she and hears- I, I wouldn't Cody Brown with any of them. So there no. you go. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Uh, so she hears- Maybe get out. Maybe get out. Get out. Uh, yeah. Cody can get out. I don't want him anywhere near me. <laughs> cool. So- she hears Jeff come in. Mm-hmm. She freaks out. She tries mm-hmm. to tell Adam to go out the window. She's like, no, that won't work. Throws him in the closet. Mm-hmm. Jeff tries to go in the closet mm-hmm. to put his clothes away. No, no, it's fine. The hamper's goes, in the bathroom. Right. Just throw it there. She goes to take, he goes to take a shower. She mm-hmm. gets rid of Jeff. Yep. Now we're back <laughs> at Misty's lair of good times. Yes. And Jessica's there and she has a box of chocolates. Mm-hmm. And a syringe and a bottle of fentanyl. Mm-hmm. What I love about fentanyl is she's just injecting it into each chocolate. It's legal. And if you die of it, people just assume you overdosed. Yeah. It's a great way to kill yeah. people. Yeah. And I found out where your father lives and I understand chocolates are his favorite. Talk to his nurse. This is maniacal. This is <laughs> maniacal. This is so good though. This Missy is so fucking unhinged. She's so unhinged. She is so unhinged. This woman has zero moral compass. Yeah. Yep. She has yep. zero moral compass. She Agreed. is she is absolutely a sociopath. She is like just what makes her so scary is she will do anything. She's not predictable. Nope. And she's just completely unhinged. Completely unhinged. And she looks sweet and nice. Yeah. She's little. Yeah. She just looks like a, you know, kind of a yep. weird single lady. Yep. 
a kind weird, of a weird, a weird old maid. A weird old maid, but mm-hmm. she's not that old because she's our age, so right, not right, that right, old. But right. but by Little House on the Prairie standards, she would be an old maid. Oh, spinster, yeah. spinster, absolutely. Mm-hmm. She would be like Eliza mm-hmm. Wilder. Yeah, mm-hmm. spinster. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. And so she tells you know she threatens Travis or threatens Jessica. Jessica says she talked to Travis, so she starts spilling things because mm-hmm. now she's getting worried about her dad. Yeah, she talked to Travis. She brought him a nice bottle of whiskey, so now we know how the whiskey got there mm-hmm. that he could not afford. Mm-hmm. And he wouldn't talk, so she went home. And I believe that. I believe that too. I believe that's what happened. She I mean, tried I don't to get him this to woman's talk. like busting skulls. No, no. She just wants to see if there's anything she can offer people to talk. Like, what is everyone's price? She didn't. She didn't read the loan shark handbook. She doesn't know that you need to bust some skulls when you need no. some answers. No, Mm-mm. she is just the you know the the investigator handbook. Yep. Yep. And she talks about investigating Travis's death. She tells Misty about the bank account being cleaned out the day yeah, after. Which we still don't know who did that. We still don't know who did that. Right. But Natalie goes back in a, in the future episode, goes back to her AA sponsor who works at a bank and she's trying to use this woman yes. to get that. Yeah. And apparently they both had some sort of crime ring going because she uses that to hold over this woman. But we'll I think it's Lottie. I think it's Lottie. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who knows we'll find out those um uh oceanside retreats don't pay for themselves no but i suspect everybody at that cult has given lottie mm-hmm. all of their money yeah i'm sure and i'm sure there's some rich people there there's gotta be a you know a claire bronfman of who is lottie's claire bronfman here's the question i don't know who claire bronfman is oh so nexium so oh, Claire Bronfman oh, oh, is the oh, heir to yes. the Seagram's fortune. Okay, no, no, no. I got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't know the name. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, what, There's what got was, to be a Seagram's heir there or something. What was the guy's name? The volleyball dude? What was his Keith name? Keith Ranieri. Keith Ranieri. Ranieri. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, real, real weird volleyball tie-in with that whole story. Yeah. The volleyball yeah. is significant. Yeah. He was He's- like using volleyball <laughs> to get these women into the cult. It was real yes. weird. Yes. He, yeah. he was seducing people with volleyball. <laughs> you, With can his bad, you can manipulate me a cake you cannot manipulate, not manipulate me a volleyball <laughs> no With the bad sweatbands and keep yes, people up yes. at two in the morning yes something michelle from blighty day pointed out which i had never noticed but it is true his mouth is always gaping open oh it's always agape. every picture of him he's a, a gape a gap she's always he's always like eh. like oh, why is his weird. mouth always open yeah, why don't you have a clenched jaw like the rest of us walking around this world? <laughs> oh, because he's a total sociopath. He doesn't care. <laughs> oh my god, he is such a wackadoodle. I love, I love, I love Nexium, and by that I mean I just enjoy all the story of it. I so Claire Brofman's role was just pumping money into this just thing. Pumping, yeah, and she's still is pumping money into, into Lottie's body. Yeah, Ooh, I don't know. We'll have to figure Someone that out. There is, I mean, we had that guy who had the failed horse meat business with his brother that's true i don't, <laughs> I don't feel like it's him i don't feel like it's him uh, he probably not i mean if yeah. the business failed he doesn't have a lot of cash seagram's it did not fail seagram's Correct. has gone very well Correct. yes seagram's doing okay yeah uh okay the other thing we have going on in the uh present time is kevin realizes that nat stole his gun has a big fight he asks if she was high at the time what was she doing what park was she in and she immediately pushes him away Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's like, get out. If 
fuck yourself. Yeah, I was just using you for sex. But she actually mm-hmm. cares about we him. We know that that's not true, right? right. We know that's she really not true. cares. Because now mm-hmm. she's going to have to go on a bender after this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sad. She, mm-hmm. Nat can't let anybody get close to her. No, because she feels like she always gets hurt, which we mm-hmm. don't know where that comes from. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do because we saw her upbringing. Her childhood upbringing and then the trauma of the but plane crash. But we see her letting Travis in. Mm-hmm. So, like, He's it's after that. Him. You know, the, the the initial wound is the, the parenting. But there is another wound inflicted on this woman's trust somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where. We'll get there, maybe. I God, I cannot wait to find out how they get the hell out of here. I know. I know. I know. Oh, this comes back. Oh, I just realized ooh. something. <laughs> so, you know how they said, Ty said, we wouldn't be here if not for Natalie. Yes. The end of season two, they make Natalie the lead. This comes back to my Natalie's the antler queen. Okay. Okay. I am more and more sold that Natalie is the antler queen. I forget what my theory is on the Antler Queen. It's changed so much. I think you're still Team Lottie. I think I'm still Team Lottie. A little yeah, bit. I, think it's I did suspect Shauna at one point. But oh, I did too. I don't know. I think Shauna is, Shauna's- Shauna is positioned in life as a number two. Yep. She's always going to be a number two. She's the yep. number two you want. Oh, yeah. She's always going to be a number two. Jackie's she's, number two. She's yes. Ty's number Somebody's got to be the number one to her. So, yeah. yeah. And she's dis- she's really disappointed when they when Lottie does not choose her. Because remember, when Lottie makes the choice of Nat, Shauna gets all puffed up. Misty gets puffed up. Yeah, yeah. Nat right, doesn't. Yeah. Nat's like, uh, not me. I, I don't know don't what you're talking about. I just don't see it in Nat to be like, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I don't know, but I still think she is. I don't know what happens to her, but yeah. I think she's the, the antler queen. Okay. Or whatever she does gets them rescued somehow, because Ty clearly feels indebted to Nat. Yeah. This isn't just all, we all got fucked up in the wilderness. Ty feels like she owes Nat something. I wonder if she leads another expedition and goes out and finds help. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Dying to know. Dying to know. I I mean, we have no cabin. Mm -mm. So Mm -mm. we have no, no place for them to be. Okay. So maybe, maybe whatever decision Nat makes in the wake of the cabin being gone is what saves them eventually. Maybe it's like. Let's go down and set up camp 10 miles from here or let's do this or do that. I don't know. Whatever it is. Right. I don't know. But I'm dying to know how they're going to recover from. They're not going to have more candle. There's no more well-stocked cabin. Mm -mm. They Mm -mm. got nothing. Nope. Nope. No, No. it's not good. These these poor girls are fucked. Anything else happening in the current timeline or is that it? That's it. Okay. That's it. This is a big episode, but it's really fast paced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff yeah. happens really quickly. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of stuff is crammed into this one. Yeah. So, again, current time, we are left wondering, like, if we, you know, we're watching this for the first time, we'd be left wondering who is the blackmailer. Who's the blackmailer? And we, what would, does- be, we would be sus about Adam showing up there. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. I I really thought for a bit that Adam was the blackmailer. Right, because it's important that it. she puts him in the closet because that's where her journals are. Right. Like and, he's in, like he's in there in those two minutes trying to break into a safe, right? And she says the safe code is the flight number. So if you really are a Yellow Jackets, you know, fanatic nut job, mm-hmm. then and you're like, how could I break into a Yellow Jacket safe? I mean, I would probably try the flight number. 
I, I would think, wow, why would you be that dumb to use the flight number? But okay. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Because in theory, most people are not going to know that. True. True. And she doesn't advertise that she was a yellow jacket. She keeps that really under mm-hmm. wraps. Mm-hmm. So theoretically, in her day-to-day life, yeah. other than people who knew her, I mean, obviously Jackie's parents know. But in anybody that she interacts with in her day-to-day life, the only person who really knows that she was a yellow jacket are Callie and Jeff. True. True. So. Mm-hmm. Who knows? All right, girl. That's it. That brings us to 58 minutes talking about this shit. And I <laughs> love too, every minute of it. I love I every minute of it. I do too. It mm-hmm. still begs the question though, did Jeff know about the baby before reading the journals? I don't think he did. I don't think he did. And did they ever have a conversation about it? Right. I don't know. Like, I feel like I they don't, don't ta- I feel like no one talks to each other. I don't know. Yeah. It's strange that I'm trying to think about it because I've had enough. I mean, I've never been pregnant to my knowledge or given birth, mm-hmm. but I've had enough doctor's appointments that the question is, have you ever, mm-hmm. have you ever, or are you planning to have a baby? Yeah. So, and it's possible like at their first OB appointment, Jeff could have gone when she was pregnant with Callie, that mm-hmm. wouldn't be unheard of for him to go and be like, oh my God, we're having a baby. Did If he didn't know, did she lie to her doctor? I mean, who knows? She shouldn't have, especially if she gave birth to a stillborn. Right. You know, right. doctor she's a, she's a high risk pregnancy mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh my I gosh. Heaven forbid she would have been RH negative and RH positive. I know. would have known what I happened. Know. I know. I'm, that was my mother. I remember as a kid, she always had the card in her wallet. Mm-hmm. If she was ever pregnant, I don't know why she would randomly spontaneously <laughs> get pregnant, but she was a single woman. I'm not sure what's happening there, but she always had the card and she's like, yeah, if I, you know, if I ever get pregnant, I have to have a Rogam shot because mm. I was, she's positive. I'm negative. I don't remember what mm-hmm. shit is, but mm-hmm. that was a thing for her. All right. Yes. Um, so thank you for your notes. My pleasure. Thank My you pleasure. for your service. Happy to do it. I do it for the people. We will be back for episode eight. So hopefully eight. soon. Hopefully soon. Yeah. We could probably bang that out in the next week or so. And we then we might, get to nine, which is my favorite. We might have to wait until we wrap up Last Resort. We're doing we a might. lot and right we, now, there's, guys. Only, there's only three more episodes of Last yes. Resort. And we've yes. already recorded one. So there's yeah. really only two more. Yeah. And it's we know what it's going to be. It's going to be the big Kalani ceremony. Therapy oh, session. Yeah. And, and then, then the, the commitment, commitment ceremony. commitment yeah. ceremony. So there's not much more there. But yeah, we can... We can bang that out. And we also have to do our Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. I looked this morning to see if the reunion. No, it's mm-hmm. not coming out till eight. Eight. I mean, yeah. I was disappointed. Um, guys, if you haven't already, join our Patreon or Supercast. You get ad-free episodes there. Woo-woo! And Sister Wives going forward is only going to be on Patreon and Supercast. And you yeah. can also subscribe now through Apple Podcasts. I saw you did that. Look at you yeah, figuring out the technology all over the place. So you just go to Apple and click on the show and it'll come up that you can subscribe and uh, you get those Sister Wives episodes. So we started, you know, we were dropping a free feed preview, but we're not doing that anymore because we're just talking real in depth about shit. And yeah, we and want you to have the whole thing. So because even there. if you pulled out some of it, it's not going to make sense in the context of the whole thing. Right. And right. It'll be good. But this, well. 
this will be out after Sister Wives drops. I was say because this week. No, it's not. I'm, I'm dropping. Oh, I'm dropping this. Dropping today. it today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, then, if you listen to this, be sure to listen to Sister Wives tonight or tomorrow right. because it's a great episode. Right. I'm dropping this today because people on the free film won't get Sister Wives, so I'm That's dropping true. it today. Yeah. There you go. And there if you, go. you do subscribe through Apple Podcasts, please know that I cannot set and schedule episodes like at to drop at a certain time. It only goes by date. Oh, okay. So um, uh, the Sister Wives episode will drop after midnight. Technically, it'll be like 12.01 tomorrow. So it drops on October 16th at some point. Yes. Whereas if you are on Patreon or Supercast, you get it at 11.02. Yes. I gave myself that one minute grace period. That's a good idea. Just in case the episode goes a minute over. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Leave us a five-star review if you'd like. Share the show with your friends. It really helps to grow us. And uh, thank you, Amanda. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye.